Hello and welcome back to Two Vegan Idiots. Carl Donnelly here. Julian Dean, TVI. TVI, <laughs> um, paternity cover shows. Um, I'm yeah. This is an episode recorded about two weeks ago, just before the arrival of my during Carl's lazy period. <laughs> um, just didn't want to do no work. A baby arrived early. Luckily, we banked enough episodes to see us through. Uh, but we can just record some intros in the meantime. And next week, normal service will resume. Um, oh, but just a quick update. Uh, having a child is fine. It's fun. It's, it's not as... Uh, I, I think I over-prepared in the sense of I thought the first week or two would be like the most extreme thing in the world. And actually, it's been really nice and fun and quite... Yeah, it's obviously you're just tired and that, and your yeah. your sleeping patterns massively. That's the main thing. I mean, you can have more difficult babies than others. You totally. You probably, you probably got one of the good ones. <laughs> got a good baby, but no, obviously there are people. Yeah, if you have a baby that's got some sort of issue straight away that causes them to like some are hard to wind or like colicky yeah. or you know what I mean. Yeah, which fires. Totally, and could Out. develop. Don't get me wrong. I'm not saying this won't happen down the line, but I think in the, for the first two weeks, we couldn't really have asked for a, a nicer first two weeks. It's been so super chilled. So I'm, I've been surprised. Makes it easier to stay around, doesn't it? Yeah, exactly. I don't need to use my go bag I've got in a cupboard. <laughs> <laughs> Emergency fucking night bag. Just a, Throw just it over the shoulder, Bill, your side ting on WhatsApp. A, a roll of notes in a pillowcase. <laughs> Some yayo. <laughs> and a couple of one-way tickets to Dubai. I disappear. You just see the Patreon money emptied out of the account. <laughs> You've got a fake passport ID and all like this whole new identity. That's it, mate. Always have a go bag, innit? It's the so it's from in, in Heat. Have you seen Heat, Robert De Niro and all that? Ah, uh, you know what? I saw it years ago, but I've been meaning to watch it again because it's highly sh- rated. I feel like it's from that. I think there's something to do with Robert De Niro in it. He says that thing of like, you know, never have anything that you wouldn't walk away from in five minutes. That's his whole thing. Like, he should and, chill out, mate. Yeah, <laughs> chill out, mate. It's all right, mate. But yeah, he's got. A, I think that he's like that thing. I feel like a go bag is from that. Just you got it ready to literally in a cupboard. Your new life, if you ever just need to do a runner. It's a funny I might idea, get one. Just have one, just in case, mate. It's that thing, you, you never know. Accidentally kill someone. Just, <laughs> just got to do it, a mate. A little bag. <laughs> a few, few cans in. <laughs> just walk to the park. A few cans bench. and a noose. That's what's in my go bag, mate. <laughs> <laughs> and just a pre-written letter saying, sorry. Or one last cigar. <laughs> um, one what last Hamlet. Is, my yes but so far it's been uh lovely so thanks for nice messages of congratulations but yeah it's all good and we'll be back to normal next week doing episodes um this episode we're joined by two guests mate joined by Hayley ellis and sally ann haywood two very funny comedians Hayley recently had a um a baby as well so we talk a bit about that in this went and got herself preggers she <laughs> said that like you're a dad or something and she's 14. <laughs> what you done? Um, yeah, her baby's a few months old now, it must yeah, be. Yeah, eh? yeah. A couple it of is. months, maybe. Yes, everyone's having them. seven, mate. I don't know. Everyone's having them. Um, but yeah, so it's a fun episode, this. We did it, um, about, I think it was a few days before the um, early arrival of my child. Um, what have you been up to this week? Um, I made a 
a curry. <laughs> <laughs> the loosest sense of the word. We might what, be able to call it a curry. What is it? I don't think we can call it a curry even because no, it's not a curry. It's just loads of vegetables. <laughs> it's just loads of vegetables and herbs. It's not a curry. I okay. went to the shop to buy it. <laughs> a casserole. It's a casserole, I guess. Okay. I mean, I went to the shop to buy ingredients for a curry, forgot the list, and just winged it. <laughs> just panicked. <laughs> just panicked. I bought. What? Um, what? Uh, I bought herbs. some curry powder. I've got. Um, I've got chili in it. It's, it's, um, uh, cumin, oregano, and cayenne pepper. I mean, cumin and oregano. I would say probably shouldn't be knocking around in the, the same, same room no they, i mean <laughs> on the same continent <laughs> you in the same restaurant together but you know what i mean oregano very much a, a sort of uh herby herb like that's Italian. the thing i do that's the thing i do i i like i'm just new to kind of cook it i mean i live above there's an indian downstairs i should have just got a nice chickpea curry but it's what i got a slow cooker i'm just trying to uh I put I cut up sweet potato. That doesn't make it curry, does it? But you can't have a sweet potato curry. Basically, point? but you basically what you want to do if you, if you what you want to keep your herbs and your spices separately. Essentially, ah, oh, yeah. if you're making a curry, you go for spices. So cumin is a spice. That's a it? spice. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Ah. So I think it is. I've now I might have just made myself sound like such cinnamon a, is a what it. then? Um, <laughs> let me just Google cumin. Cinnamon's Please. a brown thing. Um, I'll tell you what I did the other day. Cut up an apple. Yeah. Cut up, 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 up an apple. I didn't just cut it up. I cut up a bit it up. <laughs> and I sprinkled cinnamon all over that. It is a man. spice. I just want to check. I, th- I feel like cinnamon might be a spice as well, you know. Cinnamon seems a bit more, a bit sweeter. To, you can't really put that in. I don't food, know what the... Yeah, you can. I put um. Feels like a dessert. It is. It does lend itself better to desserts. But but in, basically, a, in a coffee, it's good in coffee. What you want to? Uh, yes, the simplest curry you could make would be cumin. Bird's eye microwave. <laughs> no, but I mean, if you're making your own, just cumin, ground coriander. Get those two in there, and you're sorted some chili powder. Yeah, I couldn't get chili powder, but I got Thai green one. I got the wrong one, and I yeah. couldn't think of the word turmeric. So I right. didn't get that. And that's good for like, that's always a nice, that, just, that, that adds a bit of depth to the curry flavor if you add turmeric. And nice, put, it also adds a nice color as well. So I put cut up sweet potato, carrots, bit of celery. Um, God, I don't even know. But the thing is, I just put everything I've got into yeah, yeah, a bowl yeah. and mix it in and like, end up just like deodorant <laughs> plastic sh- bag there's a shoe floating around <laughs> one of my old brogues <laughs> from my office job <laughs> hairpin but um so i just mix it all around but i made way too much right the, it was even too much for the mixing bowl so i had to leave some stuff out oh, okay and um but it's in there cooking i mean it smells all right It'll be fine. I'd and say, it's yeah, all just... healthy. It's all vegetables. It's all fresh. Yeah. If you make, I'd say casseroles, go, go herbs, curries, always spices. That's your trick. So casseroles, herbs, curries, spices. And yeah, herbs, in terms of herbs, just go for this. Yeah, oregano, parsley, sort of things like that. You can go if for I put if... my mind to it, I could, I, could, I could do it. It's like, I just go a bit ADHD with it. Like, I'm, right. I don't know. I just can't. I'm... 
I'm looking at my phone. I'm like, I don't know. I get quite impatient with it all. Yeah, yeah. Um, but I just need to. Uh, Why can't you, can't you look at your phone at a recipe? <laughs> oh <laughs> that yeah, would, that would keep your focus on the thing that's distracting you. But I know. Oh. I just get a bit flustered. But um, okay. it's a good thing to practice presence with. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah I'm yeah. not there yet, but I will do. Okay. Well, that's um, we'll tune back in in future episodes to I'll find be doing, out. I'll be Julian's doing recipes culinary. online. <laughs> um right so yes um this episode let's get on with it mate it's um sally ann haywood and Haley ellis and which it was fun we chatted about all sorts so good eggs mate good eggs we'll do some patron shout outs on the next episode and other than that um, we'll be back next week with new episodes uh and i think yeah we've got chris martin's going to be coming on because he's got a new podcast he wants to talk about so chris martin getting the old the old band back together and um yeah a few other people we've got lined up it's gonna be fun excellent two vegan idiots right we are recording and welcome back to two vegan idiots carl donnelly here julian dean up here (laughs) up here (laughs) (laughs) am i up on your one as well because i'm at the the top your top left on my screen your bottom left on mine um and that is guest sally ann haywood and we're joined enough. also by Hayley Ellis. It's a four-person pod again. We Hello. Four persons. Double date, you know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, just to paint the picture as well, that what makes that creepy is that I'm lying on a chaise long while Julian said that. So it's sort of... Julian's, like this du- Julian's like, like this double bed. Julian's in bed, I'm on a chaise long, and he's just like, double date. Um, <laughs> how are you both doing? All right, actually. I'm, well, I speak for myself. I'm all right. Yeah. I think you look quite um, like you've caught the sun. Not yeah, in a been bad outside. way. That's, that's how my mum would say. <laughs> Have you caught the sun, Carol? Um, uh, I've so, been outside quite a lot, actually. I, yeah. I think last week I just suddenly thought, I'm just going to go and enjoy the sunshine and read a book. Been, yeah, yeah. Yeah. And I've, it's been nice, really. Does it make you really tired? I went yesterday for a bike ride and then sat on a bench. Um, <laughs> I had a Got great day, long. guys. <laughs> and um, and I, was, I sat in the sun for about an hour. I was absolutely fucked but i was so sleepy afterwards always does the sun though doesn't it so you you know when you go on like a hot holiday and you just lay on the beach and you sleep so well at night you think i've been sleeping all day well that's it you it's meant to charge you up isn't it and give you energy but it just makes me want to go to bed good for the old vitamin d though isn't it It is Is that an innuendo The old D. Yeah. Oh God. And you're laying in bed as well. It's proper creeping you. Yeah, out. yeah. The old vitamin I'm a, D's good. You want a fan of the D? Just stressing the letter Sprawling D. it that way. Um, Are you talking about vitamin Dick, Haley? That's I bit. wasn't. Julian was. Julian oh, I see. Just got it. I just I got it. it. <laughs> Haley, behind you, is that all the work that you've been doing since? <laughs> <laughs> It really, do you know what? It really is. I was going to draw a dick behind my head and then just move like that. But it didn't I mean, time. We should, again, Hayley, you've you had a, a baby, you said 15 weeks ago? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So obviously lockdown has been just baby, early uh, newborn baby admin. Yeah, I mean, I'm really, to be honest with you, I mean, I'm really more concerned about your being sleepy in the sun, Carl. It must be awful for you. Um, <laughs> being on a bench, oh, being so for tired. I a bike ride yesterday, guys, and I am <laughs> and that quite on par, you know what yeah. I mean? My like, daytime sleep. <laughs> what though. was this? You did a joke on Twitter yesterday, Julian, about childbirth. I know, yeah. I felt like 
I did it really late at night. I put it on uh, TweetDeck so it automatically tweets. Yes. And then I'm ready. I put it on my Insta. I think I took it down off my Insta. Do you feel guilty? Just do you want to share yeah, it with Hayley? I, I won't actually see make how it. she feels. Because it was a it was a joke, wasn't it? Like of course it was a joke. I know. What was the joke? I said, Say it, um, Julian. I said, yeah, childbirth can be painful, but have you have you ever tried hearing about it? <laughs> Good joke. It's a good joke. I think I've got a feeling I liked it on Twitter or something. I think I saw it. it made me laugh. The retweet button's not working for you. No, no not, not at the moment. <laughs> oh, yeah, I, re the, I reported it. Might it to be the Twitter. web. <laughs> um, you should put it on Mum's net and see how well it goes down. Oh, there. fuck. It's so good. <laughs> I, could like I could retweet it to my three followers if you want, Julian, if that's going to help you. <laughs> If it's just like, have you had like loads of comeback because I did like a joke about breastfeeding on that and you have people being so sincere like mums like oh yeah. well I've and you're just like oh god it's a joke have you had comeback off that I haven't no I haven't um, I, people know it's a joke I guess yeah. it's worse probably that's my least favorite Twitter response is a sincere response yeah. to a joke I'd rather somebody say go fuck yourself or like get really annoyed or shitty or say oh what you call yourself a comedian I genuinely <laughs> yeah. would rather that and somebody just reply as if it was a question. <laughs> yeah, like, yeah, yeah. I think the worst response is nobody acknowledging it at all. Oh, I can live with that. I've had <laughs> enough deaths in my time. I just take so. it down. I give it about five. <laughs> I give it a few minutes and then just okay. Zero is zero, isn't it? You know, it's good plan, <laughs> Mr. Penalty, isn't it? It's gone into the crowd. Ball. I'm never getting that ball back. Let's leave it out there. I do that though, Julian. Like if if, if it's up for two minutes and not one person's liked it, I, I feel humiliated. <laughs> Take it down. It's like it you've done a joke on stage and just, there's not even been a noise. Stop, <laughs> stop being really moody with your baby. <laughs> Fuck's sake. You're supposed to be giving me shit here. Fuck <laughs> um, what's so you've yeah, so 15 weeks, so that is still you're still right in the in the heart of the craziness, aren't, aren't you? Yeah, yeah. It's um when when are you when are you due? uh it's well basically but anywhere between now and five weeks time it's sort of the due date's not until the 19th of june but you know as they say no such thing as a late baby that's what i've been saying <laughs> baby will wanker. come are you doing yeah. those courses where it's like because i did the hypnobirthing well we're, we're not doing an official hypnobirthing course we covered a bit of it in nct and we've both read a hypnobirthing but we've, we've done some morning hypnobirthing meditations together which is fine you know you feel you sort of we're both hippie enough that we can deal with it but i imagine some people would sit there going this is shit sally you'd hate it so it's like you do this hypno oh, sorry like, i was just looking at twitter <laughs> just checking your stats you, on your last joke <laughs> seeing what you've got to delete. it was starting to hurt hearing about it going through deleting them all from last night <laughs> i was thinking about all them earnest replies you've given to that other one's just jokes. for me that one's just for me that one's... <laughs> <laughs> yeah you what? wouldn't have the patience for it sally but hypnobirthing is basically like it's like baby will come or baby wants to come and it's like they call they don't call them contractions they call them surges yes it's about reshaping I mean, it makes sense a bit doesn't it yeah i totally i'm all for it i think i'm a big believer in all that sort of guff compared to like the medicalized language used but I was Carl I completely was and I was like getting all into it until I'm isn't in labor then I was like it can fuck off yeah like, yes like, of course I was like, <laughs> did you see Jess Foster Q's show in Edinburgh last year no 
Jess's show was about that sort of concept. Like she had this whole idea of her birth being like she no painkillers, like no intervention. Just she's a strong woman. She's just going to give birth, and that was like. And the whole show is about that idea of. Uh, you know how the language used around women's lives and things and then it's just oh, in the moment the birth started she just fell apart and it was just yeah. her screaming on all fours being wheeled through naked through a ward <laughs> just shouting and swearing and just wanting every bit of pain relief that was, that was available <laughs> 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 that, was, that was bordering on her and that was just a teacher's joke wasn't it? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> then I got off the bus and then she got thrown out of Argus <laughs> <laughs> that was um, my point for the applause yeah, but the most um, thing about that was I could see you getting ready to say it as well yeah. like, you're like <laughs> got excited no um what was out of the not to get into the details you probably don't want to talk about it but what was did you, did you was get it, cut um, yeah no i did get cut not a piece i had a c-section okay because yeah. um baby did, c-section yeah because baby didn't want to come when baby did so. <laughs> Old hypnobirthing hadn't, yeah. hadn't oh, considered shit. the fact that yours didn't want to come out <laughs> baby will come no one fucking <laughs> um so yeah i had to have a c-section so um so i was induced and that didn't work and then right. i went over for over the it was obviously over the due date wasn't it how by how long no I, my waters broke on the due date ah but then the baby didn't come for till two days afterwards because oh, that's that gets a bit risky doesn't it if yeah 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 and then the baby doesn't come out there's a risk fair, of fair things so that's that's what happened and, and, and it's true though because like i was like i'm quite prudish really like about my body and stuff beforehand yeah. and then after about an hour being in pain i was just walking around me boobs out like That's, just don't care it's everyone like, i know said that my friend laura said that thrown out of argus hey. Hey. <laughs> oh, come on <laughs> don't drink to that oh yeah i know just for listeners there um, julian raised his cup of tea <laughs> coffee black coffee how many coffees you want a day at the minute I'm on about four, probably. Oh, that's not that's the end of the world. It yeah. might be something to do with you not sleeping, Julian. This is what we're, <laughs> I know. Julian I know. always said he can't sleep, and then I ask him to talk me through his like evening, and he's lying in bed watching like horrific stuff on YouTube, trying to serial sleep. serial killer documentaries. Yeah, I think. Oh, which one have you watched? I was watching a bit of Epstein. Not that he's a serial killer, but it's I... fucking crazy. I didn't realise who this guy was. Well, I just thought, I, I saw it on Netflix and I thought, I don't know if I want to hear any more about him. I've heard so much about him, but if it's good, I'll watch it. What's been it, it, it was good. It is number one in the UK it's on Andrew. Netflix. Yeah, uh, yeah. I'm not alone. <laughs> what have your um, net lockdown uh, viewings been? Me? Yeah. I, I did watch um, All of Normal People, which I enjoyed a lot. I'm watching Money Heist at the moment on Netflix. What's Money Heist? Oh, it's about, it's a Spanish thing, but it's dubbed, but it's well dubbed, I have to say. It's not like that awful, do you remember the old dubbing in the <laughs> olden days where it was just, <laughs> we can see they're not talking English. Um, and it's about some people um, holding up the Royal Mint in Spain and printing money and they've got hostages and it's, and then it's, it's, it's good. It's a little web, but the only thing about it is, I thought it was all going to be done and dusted in one season. Yeah. I googled how many episodes, and it's like it hasn't even finished season four. They might be doing season five, and I thought, oh no, they've committed what? now. And You're also, in. yeah, and also, it's you think 
you don't even know where it's going, do you? If you keep like deciding whether or not to make another series. Yeah, there's definitely some series have had that. Do you remember like Lost? I think had that. I was, was going to say Lost, Lost was so good for one season, yeah. and then when they got it got really successful, it was almost like they were like, oh, we haven't thought, we haven't really planned the fact that we might have to write more seasons. And they hadn't planned it because I remember reading that they hadn't planned what was going to happen. You think, well, if you don't know, then I'm then I'm done. Yeah. Whereas have you ever have you ever watched The Leftovers, which was a thing they did later on? It's a series they did. I don't know if it's a direct one after Lost or after that but they planned three seasons made three seasons and I think it's the best it's my favorite ever hate like tv drama Leftovers it's called yeah it's called the oh, okay it's quite ambiguous from Lost is it no no but it's got the same sort of vibe you don't really know what's they never fully explain what's going on so you've got to just use your I've own never imagination seen Lost. Is it but just that, like, lots... sorry. Like that's sorry I was gonna say that's like us going on stage isn't it and like doing 10 minutes planned and then thinking for the last 10 minutes just fucking weird yeah. <laughs> They got that's, all the, that's basically the old, my Edinburgh. I was about to say, <laughs> welcome to Julian Dean's world. Time, have you ever heard, I've heard stories. Who is it? I've heard a couple of comics talk about getting encored and then dying on the encore because oh, no. you smashed it Someone so did hard. That at the goal show years ago. Yeah, he went back on and just he was smacked <laughs> and just bombed so hard, like oh, booing. Oh shit! Oh, because no, you this... can't follow what you've just done, and also the smoothest state. Like it, depending on how long the encore takes like, to get you back on stage, by the time you're back on, they've sort of worked themselves up into a frenzy, and you <laughs> run out of stuff. And you've done. You you were walked off stage thinking you're done, and you're all like your adrenaline's probably dropped. So you've come out and gone like, oh, well, um, what do I talk about now? <laughs> yeah. like, oh, and then you have to do that all that thing that they all do. Go, oh, you don't get paid for overtime, do you? <laughs> <laughs> Every encore, Julian. Julian, oh. you never do over twenty minutes anyway, like ever. Can we oh, book man. for a forty-five minute set? And he'll be like, yeah, twenty's all right though, isn't it? I've oh, Julian. No, yeah. no matter how long the, the length of set, Julian starts. <laughs> Circling for landing about fourteen minutes. <laughs> you know, you start you looking. Find an out. Contacting the old tower and saying, "Have you got a runway free? <laughs> I need to bring this puppy down." I think forty-five's too long, isn't it? <laughs> When I first started, well, I was going a couple of years, I got 20s way too early and I had yeah. about, I'd, I'd about 10 minutes, if that. And I remember just doing like 30, I had like six weekends booked <laughs> and I was fucking getting so much anxiety. And I did like 14 minutes and in the end, uh, the promoter um, took all the dates out because I just weren't hitting 20. <laughs> Uh, I got sure. banned for like years from that club. I, I might have uh, said it on here before, but like my, and I'm, I might even, I'll get him on to talk about it because I remember it. But I'm, I, when I was very new to comedy, I went to watch, uh, I went to Edinburgh for the first time. I didn't even know about the fringe or anything. I just went up to see what it was all about. And I went to watch Stefano Paolini's debut Edinburgh show at the Pleasance. And like it was, you know, obviously it was an hour in like the Pleasance. Yeah, it was in an upstairs little attic room and it was cool and everything. And then he just did not have an hour. Like I think he finished the day I saw it. He he was padding to 50. And then I spoke to him after and he told me about there was some days where he'd be in the uh, outside courtyard having a drink after his show, look at his watch. And there was, should have been 15 minutes left of his show. <laughs> and it was just like, he just basically turned up to Edinburgh without the hour and just could not fill it you know it's bad I mean? enough when you've got the hour and you're dying that far that it comes to like 40 minutes <laughs> yeah. that's the I worst mean, it, them sort of yeah five minutes in and like you're like 
this is going to be shit. And a bit of sweat just goes down your spine. Oh, <laughs> Try and just detach and just phone that shit in, man. Oh, it's horrendous, isn't it? Have you ever? I had a panic attack on in I, my I debut year on stage on a day I had a bad show. I had an actual panic attack. I had to take an interval in my own show. <laughs> Like, ring an ambulance, guys. We'll be back after the... <laughs> they did. I think they initially thought it was. They, I think they thought it was part of it, and then when they could see that I couldn't breathe and I was going to faint and spinning out, and I had to sit down, they um they sort of understood. Why so, did yeah, you try was... I didn't. I sat down. I just um I said to him, look, I need to take a seat and I need to get my breath. I'm really just not. Yeah, you know, I'm having a bit of a turn, and everyone was very understanding. And uh, and I sat down. Well, they had to be somebody yeah. was yeah, dying in front of them imagine somebody just stood up and went <laughs> I want a refund <laughs> yeah. rolling their eyes hurry on <laughs> where's your jokes mate <laughs> <laughs> everyone was very understanding oh. imagine that you're, you're having a panic attack and they're just rolling their eyes like oh, God. <laughs> they'll do anything these fringe comedians nowadays to get you get a laugh um, what happened? Ha- did you get? Did you get? Come back round? And yeah, I got back. I got, I got my breath back after a few minutes and just pulled my head together oh. and just uh, carried on. But fact, it was not a pleasant hour. Why was that? It was because it was going badly, or it was a mixture of bad. Like you know, it was my debut year, so I think you naturally have a bit more pressure. And I, I was having a good run, and I started to get silly thoughts of like, oh, I might get a you know nomination or something. And it just all and I started. I was drinking a lot and doing loads of drugs and yeah just it all just was a perfect storm for my and my moods to just flip out and i just had a bit of a, a meltdown fair enough it, it's happened to a few acts i know that like ending yeah. it having a panic attack and just leaving the stage and stuff I've, yeah I've, i mean that's yeah luckily i managed to get on get the show finished but i know yeah i remember sean walsh he had what that yeah his debut year he had one he had to actually cancel the show and the audience sort of a couple of audience members helped him off stage and stuff so it can happen and it It occurs to me that this sort of thing's never happened to me which makes me think i don't take it seriously you're doing edinburgh Edinburgh this year sally yeah yeah i'm going up yeah yeah it's gonna be my year and um, I've been previewing. Quite easy well. to get a room as well. Yeah, it was really easy. It was great. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> was it, um, was it, so what you... Carl, was it free fringe? Did you have to stand there with your bucket afterwards? <laughs> no, I didn't. Luckily, I didn't. I could Laying go down on a, paramet- on a stretcher. <laughs> People were putting <laughs> ventilators in. I got a card once. Let me tell you, I think I've told you this, Sally. I got a card in my bucket for a counsellor. Oh my god! Is... <laughs> you did tell me that. It's the that worst is... show ever. <laughs> that is rudeness, isn't it? It's so I had the worst show ever. I died for an hour, well, fifty minutes, and then at the end, I had about three quid in my bucket, and I had a card, like a counsellor's number in there. It's like somebody put in like a, a recruitment consultant putting a thing in your bucket, saying, "I'll sort you out a job, man. Come on." That's so rude, and a joke oh writer's god. card. Yeah. <laughs> an undertaker. <laughs> That's one of my favourite ever texts I got was from Paul McCaffrey. Um, he had he did uh, Jongler's Sway. Did either of you ever do Jongler's oh, Sway? Oh, yeah, many times. One of the worst gigs in the history of upstairs. British comedy. I went to there once. I've ne- I never did it, though, thank oh, you. I mean, oh, downstairs God. was just about Bad. manageable. Bad. It was shit. Yeah. And yeah. upstairs was... Uh, on the, like ninety percent of the time was crap, like and almost unplayable, and ten percent of the time you just about had an all right gig. So but, bizarre. Um, McCaffrey, it was just it was like a Saturday night, 
and I was I was doing a gig. I can't remember where it was. Somewhere out of town. I just got a text at like eleven p.m. saying, "Hey, mate, have you got a have you got a number for a good um, undertakers?" Uh, I need them to collect two bodies, <laughs> um, <laughs> both in uh, in Sway in Covent Garden, one downstairs, one upstairs, and he's <laughs> times of death, and he just put the times of both of his sets. <laughs> Brilliant. <laughs> but it's oh man, it's one of them fe- like th- yeah, that feeling of just I don't know. Some people can, can like just die with grace and just just block it out, go still, and just almost like just carry on with the words can't they i just have not got that i've got my sort of i'm too invested in my own shit that i'll just crumble and fall apart or or just go to pieces what's your sort of never died mate <laughs> well, never, don't you say never been on stage long enough to die <laughs> i was gonna say that <laughs> what's your sort of take on bad gigs have you what's have you got a good coping mechanism or are you just depends just... how bad it is i mean if it's a death to... If the audience know you're having a bad gig. Yeah. But sometimes they don't know, do they? Well, that's it. Sometimes yeah, I've had gigs where I've thought of just I don't tell And I've had people like message me and say they enjoy it. And I'm like, well, that's not good enough right now for me personally. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I think it was bad. Yeah, yeah. What's, what's I try and just leave the stage. Yeah, as soon as you can, really. But sometimes you've got to do your time, haven't you? And you're standing there thinking, I've got to do it. I said the last time I like bombed so badly. I remember thinking... I've tried everything. Like, yeah. I'd gone louder. I'd gone quieter. <laughs> I'd moved to the left. I'd moved to the right. Do you know what I mean, I tried. I'm doing yoga. Yeah, I've done. <laughs> I tried. I thought I've done everything, and then I think, oh, that's right. I was bombing so bad, and then I, I think I relaxed, and just, I don't know what happened, but some somehow I managed to get a laugh. But however, that was. But you just kind of you do everything, and the last proper one, I stood there, and somebody said. I think you better go now from the audience. Oh. <laughs> and I <laughs> and I just the promoter from the side of stage. <laughs> and I just went, I've got to do my contractual t- contracted time. And, oh. be, and then I sort of made a joke when you'll be pleased to know it's three hours, thinking that, that perhaps that might get a laugh. Nah, nah, it was done. It was all done. <laughs> when even that when even the comments about it going bad don't get a laugh, that's when it's game over, isn't it? Oh, it's horrific. I try not to comment that it, it's going bad, like Oh, but when to... it's obvious, though, like, I mean, yeah, fair yeah, enough. When, every, when you're stinking the room out and everyone yeah. knows it's stinking. Yeah. <laughs> when someone says, I think you better go. Oh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. It's sort of thing. I'm selling my DVD grow. afterwards of this gig. But when you like, when you're having a bad gig, you'd lose all sense of like, confidence and your normal sort of oh. ability to respond in any sort of gentle funny way so somebody yeah, goes yeah. like you, think you should go you like, right, should fucking it? go it's mate you are not just reacting yeah. i've said horrible wearing things. up to them yeah and also it kind of like when it's a death like that like a proper one it hangs over you for a few more gigs like oh, the definitely. next one i went to i just it was like oh god none of this is funny because it, i've heard it not be funny definitely i've heard it for the words that well, it is well, it's only funny when people are laughing isn't it cool. if they're yeah. not laughing the, the joke is shit you know yes. yeah, yeah exactly stench of death on you haven't you that's what it is it's like, you're like a soldier who's just got back from war you can just yeah. carry that down it. the m1 for three hours you know what i mean <laughs> Hayley what's your take what's your sort of reaction to when gigs go south oh I'm terrible I just cried it, it a I... lot doesn't it <laughs> it does when you're on you've got to cover the extra time that you've not done <laughs> um, <laughs> Phil Phil um yeah I t- I'm terrible I like I go 
I go like bright red. Oh really? Start sweating, yeah. So it's obvious that I'm panicking. Do you know what I mean? Which makes them feel more uncomfortable. It's, and I start yeah. swearing loads as well. I swear swearing yeah. is absolute. That's the yeah. thing I see most like, commonly. You see new acts a lot. You go to like fucking primordial. You just start <laughs> thinking that saying "fuck cunt" is fun. Yeah, unnecessary places as well. So yeah, yeah. I, was, I was down the fucking garage the other day. Like, what are you talking about? I was down the motherfucking cunt in the shop the other day and like. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's terrible. Oh, it's horrible. I hate when I hear myself swearing at a place I'd never normally swear. I know that my head's just not in the game. Yeah, <laughs> a kids' gig. Just want to yeah. go <laughs> comedy for kids. What's that baby's one? Bring your own baby. I'm like fucking motherfucking cunts. You can swear at those gigs though, can't you? Because they're you can. under oh, six yeah, months old. Have you, have you ever had it where there's somebody making a noise the whole time, and you're like? And then you address it and it's a disabled person. I've witnessed it. Yeah, I yeah. saw it happen We had, to... we had it on uh, Chowdhury's tour once. There was like 2,000 people there and guys right at the front. Yeah. And then, oh, okay. And then she's got to carry on. <laughs> oh, but you didn't say anything before? Nah. Nah, I kind of <laughs> noticed, yeah. It was a close one though. Oh, that is... Because I've seen it. I've seen a, a comic once. Uh, there was somebody with cerebral palsy in the audience and that made a few vocal noises. Uh, that everyone else in the audience knew uh, it was just the you know of a, a, a noise and, and basically the comic wasn't aware of the situation and went can you shut up mate what are you taking the piss out of me or something and we were just like oh. yeah. Although, i've seen a comic deal with it really well i remember that was happening and then he realized halfway through and went all oh, right okay now he, and he said right that's fair enough if that person's behaving like that but you lot don't use it as an excuse for you lot yeah, yeah, <laughs> and, yeah. like you know meaning don't you start getting on the table and shitting yourself yeah. or whatever he was and it was really it was that's well a good that's good it breaks the tension a bit because the well, audience yeah well it's, it's fine so like yeah. you know, it's like they're, they're they're at the gig you can chat to them and be like a you know we just yeah have a normal yeah. conversation but it's when yeah when seeing a comic actually just attack <laughs> without <laughs> realizing the situation you're like come on mate there was a comic once i won't name him but um there was somebody with like in a wheelchair at the front like i think it might have been cerebral palsy or something and then he just went what happened to you man <laughs> Fuck you know he yeah. did a lot of open mic gigs it was horrible man it's bad wasn't it jim davidson got in trouble for asking to oh, make yeah. sure there was no wheelchairs in the front row it's like, a you know, weird request, isn't yeah. it? Yeah, I mean, to be honest, he's, he's not known for his uh, empathy, is <laughs> no, he? That's you know, doing disabled jokes and stuff, is he? I don't know. I just think he just doesn't. Why yeah. wouldn't he want that? Because he wanted to do a stage dive. <laughs> <laughs> At the end of his set. Um, a weird thing to ask, isn't yeah, it? Is. Yeah, it is. I'm, I mean, yeah, I, don't, I can't think of a of a of a, a sort of a, a group of people i would request not to be in uh, an audience not even any races or anything <laughs> <laughs> um no i think i'd uh, i've got quite an open access policy to my gigs i need the numbers <laughs> um so what so what else so lockdown's been Haley's. you've it's made like baby stuff what's the is it is it your first kid yeah yeah, yeah. What's been the reality compared to the expectations? Is it? Did you? Did were you ready for it? Do you regret it? 
<laughs> see the, um, the the sort of different styles of chatting we've got with guests <laughs> between me and Julian. I sort of try and play the diplomatic interviewer. I can see, I can see why he's not on your it. parents' podcast, Carl. <laughs> <laughs> Very different tones. Not bad parents' podcast. <laughs> we should. I'm a good. I'm a good parent. Yeah, um, yeah, you are a good parent. Took Highly. you five goes to get. Yeah, that, I was going to say still, still going, aren't you? <laughs> Finally, he's worked it out. Um, so yeah, what what was the, what's the reality like for someone like me who's about to enter into it? It's what you expect, I think. But I think it's harder at the minute, obviously, because we can't have people round or like break away from it. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. But um, she's great. Like, but although uh, yesterday was the first day she'd gone proper, like that shit upset. So she's been dead calm and a happy little baby. And then yeah. yesterday, like, she went, like, full Sherry Blair mouth, like, <laughs> like for, like, an hour. Oh, I and saw I that like, post. That was funny, yeah. I don't know what to do. And I was like, oh, God, what, like, I was full, because she'd been, she's not been like that at all. Yeah, so yeah. I was like, oh, my God, what do I, like, you've Hopper probably... in a cupboard. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I don't know what to do. Like, I used to put babies in drawers, didn't I, years ago? Well, you were I... still getting one, Julian. Yeah. My mum used to put me in a drawer. Doing the pod from one. <laughs> And shut and shut the drawer. No, I don't think so. Yeah. But just like that was like, like my bed, sort of bed. Yeah. But to get the ba- to give the babies vitamin D, there's that picked famous old picture, isn't it? They're in a cage outside the window <laughs> in a high-rise block. Have you seen that? No. Black no. and white to get the baby some fresh air and stuff. Fucking hell, man! Oh, that makes me cage. feel sick thinking about it. That's what I've, some of the books I've read recently. I didn't realise that a lot of modern British parenting is comes from Victorian uh, doctors. It's, it's mad, like all the things like sleeping habits and all that. A lot of it, you know, was just totally dictated by Victorian doctors, and now they're just sort of stuck. And that's why now there's this new wave of changes about sort of skin on skin and sleeping like habits and all that they're all changing now but they've been like literally 100 year old uh, policies that have stayed in place but then you get like people giving you advice like my mom would be like oh you need to do this and i was like yeah but it's changed now it's like not the same yeah, yeah, yeah. same as it was now like you know yeah definitely my, my parents would just you know i'm sure at such a young age my parents would just piss off out and get shit faced and just leave me in the house and like <laughs> you know just because they're like, oh you know you know taught you to be independent it's like yeah it also I've done therapy enough to know that it also left some <laughs> fucking damage, you nutters. However, <laughs> you've got shades long, though, Carl. I mean, you're all I have. right. Um, oh, no, I've turned long. out all right, despite the parents. <laughs> Although she is in a drawer, you now want to stretch out. <laughs> yeah. You Move know, to the wardrobe, innit? <laughs> <laughs> What's the difference now, though, to how, you know, what is the... Well, what things like um, things like crying out is a thing that is like long a long-standing British tradition. Is you teach your children to sleep uh, on their own by letting them cry themselves to sleep to a certain amount, and then all the neuroscience that's come along in the last decade suggests that's really damaging to the baby's uh, cortisol levels and actual brain development. So they're phasing that out and telling people you shouldn't shouldn't let your child cry itself to sleep. Abandonment issues and stuff. Yeah, right? it can cause long term. You know, they say obviously there's a little element of it. I'm not saying you literally the moment you hear a you just run to them like you know what I mean. Have but you been that doing that, of... Haley? You look yeah. concerned. Yeah, no, I have to do that because Andrew's like because Andrew's got the baby now downstairs and he's like if the baby even goes ah, I said he says I run downstairs like Momzilla like what's wrong? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, but no, like, but that's natural. That's that's your natural instinct. I think a lot of the 
the sort of the, the policies that have been put in place in the last hundred years have been input by men who've overridden women's natural instincts. You know, what I mean, because they yeah, think yeah. we know better. You know, we're doctors, <laughs> so that's why a lot of the things right. are actually quite counterintuitive. Uh, so now they're changing it back to much more mother-led policies. Well, guys, I've read some books. <laughs> Somebody's been reading. All right, mate. I had to scan a mum's net, and that was my research. Really. <laughs> like, I fucking uh, yeah, yeah. I've become such a nerd. I've read so many books during Hannah's pregnancy to try and just feel like, in some way, part of it. Because you can't, as a bloke, you just sit there and watch, watch your partner just get big and grow a baby and go That's through good. everything. So that is I just really nice. So like, because when I was in um, like labour. I turned to Andrew was brilliant, but when I turned to him at one point, he was on his phone, and, and I thought he was like googling like, like how long does labour last? Or you know something like yeah. labour related, and he's like, oh, I'm reading this. How to break now. up? <laughs> <laughs> it's relevant. Divorce attorneys and parents. <laughs> Airbnb. <laughs> oh, soon after the baby, can I leave? Um, um, so what was he looking at? He was reading an article about a man who'd lost his sense of smell. <laughs> like, <laughs> I was just like, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's, I mean, that is definitely. I was chatting to Josh Howard the other day, and he's got five kids, and he um five bloody hell yeah, and he. How <laughs> <laughs> irresponsible can one person be? Do you know what I mean? But he was talking about how important it, that he felt like the being there at the birth was like his moment to shine, and he really went for it, committed totally. And at the end of his his wife Monique's uh, first labour, the midwife in front of Monique turned around to Josh. And said, "Look, I've been doing this for twenty years. You're the best birth partner I've ever seen." And uh, and literally kept raving about Josh, but wasn't really saying anything to Monique, who'd just given birth to a baby. <laughs> but um, yeah, Josh and Josh just said, "Yeah, he just did that thing of just going right. This is not. This ain't about me now. I've got to just commit to doing well, every single thing necessary." But Josh was te- was telling you that story, wasn't he? <laughs> yeah. But, no, yeah. But, but then weirdly, I, I know oh, Monique. Yeah, right, Josh. Me, Monique told me it from her perspective, and she's exactly the same. She said he was the best birth, but she couldn't believe how good it was. It was like the one thing in his life he suddenly just became this best version of himself so I'm like, there in like full I've, got, I've, I've checked you. I've corroborated the sources and it's true. <laughs> I, was, I was a good birth partner to be fair I was all right yeah. mate. not me in Obviously, what way were you good yeah. yeah I was just like um supportive I read I read a few books and stuff and during the birth during the labor <laughs> you're in the labor war and peace <laughs> reading your comics in the corner being out <laughs> No, I'm reading the articles. <laughs> need to get a side ting, you know what I mean? <laughs> um, uh, but it's scary. It's well, I'm, that's my my. I've, I'm definitely the only thing I'm nervous about at this point. I've not been. Hannah's had such a lovely chilled pregnancy, but I'm still thinking like it's gonna be things like there's gonna be some shit. You know, I'm gonna have to touch. I'm gonna have to probably scoop shit out of something. Oh, I don't know. Like, so there's things I'm just now getting myself into that sort of head state of i'm gonna you're gonna do a birthing oh no you're gonna go into the hospital aren't you well i mean yeah but hopefully we end up in a the goal is end up in a birth center in the suite where it sort of feels like a, a birthing pool and all that yeah. stuff yeah and that's when you need your sieve to scoop just go down the local yeah. baths mate might just do it down the pond. go down to the river is that Hampstead ponds. <laughs> take some poo bags with you just because i'm not i'm so squeamish when it comes to shit and piss and vomit <laughs> yeah I, I am badly. Bit. I mean, it is different. I, I did feel less squeamish. Because oh, Hayley, you must be now in a baptism of fire of just, you must have dealt with more shit and 
the last 15 weeks in your entire life put together yeah but then it, 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 someone told me about a scientific experiment that apparently the like my friend said like the, the smell of your own baby shit doesn't bother you but other yeah other people's shit does you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. so the point there's an experiment where the they... doctor write it in those terms. <laughs> <laughs> that's what it says but apparently there's an experiment where they put so many nappies in front of mums and they were like retching and stuff at the smells apart from their own one but they didn't know it was their own i didn't, I didn't sign up for this experiment <laughs> <laughs> no i don't know how... <laughs> just in tesco's go what the fuck man? Coming, to coming to get a covid check <laughs> I'm but, glad the scientists were spending their time doing that. Really wise. Yeah. <laughs> it was actually the scientist's shit. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it doesn't look like a baby's. It's got sweet corn in. I always think that with science. Yeah, Thank I mean, do you ever read news articles where it's like scientists have discovered the best way to make the perfect cup of tea and you're like can you yeah. fix the other things that are happening <laughs> mate join the vaccine creeping people that are trying to find the vaccine for this <laughs> some people try to work out why toast lands butter side down yeah you're like what the fuck are you what <laughs> they're on their bright mails have a tea and a slice of toast yeah it's i've never understood it are you squinch sally I don't, I, um, things like that. I don't think I'd be bothered about changing a nappy or anything like that. That wouldn't bother me. No. And I don't think, no, nah, not, not for that sort of thing. I don't really, I don't think I'd particularly want to watch an operation and think, or no. I don't think I'd go that far. Actually in saying that I probably would want to watch an operation. I can't, I can't it. Did you watch that? Was it a German guy years ago with a big yeah. hat? He did an autopsy live. I do remember that. Gun for Van Hagen. Yeah, that, that breader. <laughs> But um, I, I, I'm normally really squeamish with stuff, but it was fascinating. I, I did watch that. It was more interesting than it was disgusting, you know what I mean? Did you go yeah. his museum? Because he's got Body Worlds, a museum. Oh, you went there, didn't you, in America? Mm. Mm. It's in London now. It's in Leicester Square, isn't it? Yeah. Doesn't it replace Ripley's World of Wonder or something? Just so crap it's gone. There's no yeah, body it's just now just a shit. shitty, like, like, it's like a Trocadero arcade. <laughs> What Ripley's? Yeah. That's quite good, isn't it, Ripley's? I, I think it's. I think the. I'm sure it's one of those ones that like Trocadero Ripley's is now where the Body Works is. That that guy's exhibition ah. where it's, it's real dead bodies that have been skinned and stuff. Yeah, I mean, yeah. I wouldn't go there. Like, I think I would. It's fascinating, but then yeah. see, it wasn't Julian. Like, they're all in like, we, like because people have donated their bodies to medical science, and that's what they are. So yeah. like, like, how do they know that they've been signed up to be put in the fucking crap position? Yeah, yeah. well, that's like, it. Also, signing up to be like, I want to donate my body to medical science is one thing. And you think they're going to experiment on you and find out a cure for pancreatic cancer or something. A fucking fish tank in the middle well, of the fucking Leicester Square. Yeah. <laughs> is that next to Eminem World? Bum old, just there. Leave it out. For doing a basketball shot. Like, just like <laughs> Never played sport <laughs> in your life before. It. Doing dark can can. <laughs> Eleven dead people. Loads <laughs> of tourists taking pictures of your dance routine. I wonder if I wonder if their families are aware that that's where their bodies are, so they can go and visit. That's what I thought. Because like it'd be horrendous going to see like Yunnan in, like you say, like Leicester Square. <laughs> and playing. snooker skinned. <laughs> <laughs> flowers in front of it <laughs> or if they're telling them that before they die they're letting them know they're just yeah. gonna say you know when i'm gone like i'm gonna be i've, I've signed the papers <laughs> i've agreed that i'm gonna be like playing snooker in leicester yeah, yeah. 
So yeah, you I've can got come a gig. and see I've me. I've got a gig dear. after I die for three year um, residency at Leicester yeah. Square. Yeah, like Vegas. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I might not do that, you know what I mean? I quite, I've always thought about, we've now, the UK has just done that thing where you're now a donor unless you opt out, haven't they? Finally. I might, yeah, I mean, if enough I, people are doing it, we don't all need to do it, do we? <laughs> That's a nice way of thinking, Because, <laughs> yeah, when you have a donor card before your feet in case they desperately need, but now they're not going to desperately need something, could they? I mean, they might always need more, innit? You never know what you've have got. Have you seen those? I saw them yesterday. Instead of coffins, they're like these, they look really natural, like these big teardrop-looking things, but they plant you and a tree grows out. Oh, that's nice. It's all right, innit? It's still Hades bleak, innit? Like, leave it out. You're a... That's going to happen anyway, isn't it, if you're buried? No, nice. it's going to grow out of you. Graves from that. Got to swallow some seeds before you. I, I'm just, yeah, that's what I'm thinking. It just reminds me of one of those cress heads that you start. <laughs> yeah. Like when you think of like an egg, with cress coming out. Just, I don't know. Just something like used that. to turn, and the plasticine used to come out. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I think. Um, yeah, I like I like the idea of them sort of hippie bury you in like a sort of. It's a nice idea. Box. Like your family can go and visit a tree and stuff, but like, I don't know. It's just bleak, isn't it? Imagine climbing that tree and everything as well then. Like you, the it's grandkids nice. are climbing the tree and yeah, it's sort of nice, but it's also quite odd, isn't it? They it's chop odd. it down and stick a Climb grandma, there. go on. <laughs> but I think it's yeah, it's odd, but so is like going to a graveyard. Yeah. Like, what if it's a really shit tree that your yeah. nan like everyone's got a good tree It grows in the shape of a swastika. You're like, oh, <laughs> I oh, know granddad was a bit, a bit right wing, fucking hell. He's really committed to it since he died. It's like a weeping willow because he had really bad posture. Just like, <laughs> <laughs> um, what would you do then, Carl? If you're because you're quite hippie-ish, what would you, what would be your? I don't mind. I'm, I'm totally. I, I mean, I know it sounds like I don't care what they do with my body when I die. I sort of they could literally when I die they could throw me in a fucking wheelie bin and I'll be happy. But well, you won't be. Is this the right? Oh, exactly. That's what I mean. I'm, I don't feel like I. I feel like once I'm gone, dead, this, this is just a sack of shit. Which colour bin is it for bodies again, honey? <laughs> 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 well, people going on, they'll probably fucking charge you extra for those nowadays. <laughs> and the bin with the recycling people leaving it because you put it in the wrong bin. <laughs> yeah. Leave an arm hanging out. <laughs> um, I reckon though I mean definitely I don't know if I see the, the 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 point of being buried in like a coffin and all that stuff seems a bit much you know what I mean graves graves are like filling up aren't they there's not like they're like you can go over them can't yeah, you yeah they've started they, to, they, I think they've started yeah. to I don't want anyone over my double dad up. Oh, it's tough shit Julian like after isn't it about 50 years I think they can, they can start going you're not a headliner up. you're not a headliner mate you get to, <laughs> get to support Get to the back of the queue. <laughs> the church in my village has been standing since about 1200. Like, it's filled up a few times, yeah, I think, yeah. in that time. Yeah. I've never understood why they go that way. Why don't they go that way? It's much more space-saving, yeah. isn't it? Good idea, Fred West put his bodies like that. Did he? Did he? Yeah. He did them vertical. Apparently. So that they... Because oh. he realised that he could fit more in, apparently. I mean... Well, he got it right. I mean, said about him. He was right, very good at, uh, you know... Building. <laughs> I mean, I know he did some bad things, but that was probably quite, you know what I mean? Well thought out. Yeah. How many people did he kill or did they don't kill? Know. I don't know. I went down, when I did a gig in Gloucester, I went down to see his house, but it's gone. <laughs> yeah. It's oh, right. gone, but it's a what nice... What it's gone? Park. They've knocked it down? Yeah. yeah well. They built a little park or something there, haven't they? Yeah. That's oh. even a little memorial oh, to that is, Yeah, a little playground for the kids. <laughs> 
you know. I just want to put some flowers down for him. But um, <laughs> it was it was fucking bleak, man, and eerie that road. Yeah, I there's what's the one in? There. Do you remember there was a there was a house in uh, Crouch End where Dennis, Phil, it was Nichol, Phil Nichol and all that lived in Cranley Gardens, and it was near near the. Yeah, Dennis Nielsen was it? Was it, was it Nielsen, the one that put the, oh, bo- the bodies down the drains? Was it yeah. him that was there? Yeah. 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 So that was that. That's in Crouch End, Cranley Gardens, and there's a bunch of comedians used to live on the same road. There's um, they're making a documentary about that, aren't they? At the I think at the moment that's being made or been made. Been a documentary. That's no. Another one. Another <laughs> one for you, Julian, to keep you awake at night. <laughs> um, for my nightcap. <laughs> just a cup of cocoa, serial killer. Put it on. Just headphones. <laughs> Turn the screen uh, brightness Switch down. Off. Drift it, off to sleep. It does affect you though, because I, I was saying, I think I might have said this to you already, Julie. Like when I'm driving back from a gig, I'd listen to like that a sword and sail, sword and scale podcast. Oh, that's horrible. Oh, so brutal. You, you recommended it to me, Haley, and the yeah. first one I listened to, I rang you and I went, "I've just listened to one where a bloke kills his mum and then spends quite a few times having sex with her corpse." And that I was didn't the first one I listened rec- to. I didn't specifically yeah, recommend that. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't say make sure yes, anyway, twelve. <laughs> Maybe she signed a donor for that. Oh Julie. <laughs> was, That'd that... be the next thing, wouldn't it? <laughs> I don't know if that will be the next thing. No, I don't think it will. It's what she wanted. I'm gonna uh, do a fundraiser. Yeah, I, I've only well, I've only managed one episode of that sword and scale. I can't oh. reckon rec- somebody recommended it to me like Again, I've got a routine about this, about when people recommend you a thing like a documentary, but their tone of voice does not display how harrowing it is. So you yeah, watch yeah, it yeah. with such a sort of like, oh, this will be fun. And then you like, watch this crying. long. Yeah. <laughs> and that was sword and scale was that. I did one episode and I just could feel that it was not for me. I'll start I listened to it. I was like, I started listening to a few of it and I was driving. I was really enjoying it. And then I thought, oh, that's wrong. because I'm going home and I'm Googling the victims. And then yeah, I'm, I'm like yeah, thinking yeah. about it all night going, oh my God, like reading all about it. Googling like claw hammers. Like it's like, what the hell? Like <laughs> ordering <laughs> claw hammers. You know what I mean? That kind of, like, <laughs> 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 it in your mind, doesn't it? And if people start looking through your history, because you're possibly yeah, a suspect. Exactly. It's happening. It. Yeah. Accidental. <laughs> That yeah. was the old, did you ever see Patrice O'Neill's routine about how he never throws litter because he's a big black American guy and that he's the sort of guy who finish a can yeah, of Pepsi no, and yes. throw it over a bush and it'll land next to a dead white woman's body. <laughs> <laughs> um, I love cults. Cults is the one I, I like. I like a good cult podcast. Like a bit of Manson. Or well, not, like, no, I mean, I prefer David the cults that are a bit more. Yeah, I watched, I listened to a wicked Jesus David Koresh Christ, podcast, no. actually. They were... There's, there's loads of people that still like, you know, people that were part of David Koresh's cult that are, but believe that he was, you know, sort of a, a, a prophet of God and that they would, it was all, he was actually genuine and killed by the government and stuff. I don't know much about him. He was the Waco guy that he was like. He held just, loads um, of them captive and they did mass suicide, didn't they? No, no, that was the one that loads of people died in the fires when the FBI stormed, the, ah. stormed their compound. It was, um, they were just like, about, they were, is it Branch Davidians or something? They were like a weird Christian cult. A lot of them were British. They came over here and he did a speaking tour of like um, certain Christian community centres and stuff. And loads of people then moved over to his compound in America. I think I see him at Jonglers, actually. <laughs> <laughs> what was that yoga one, Sally? The, the yoga guy who's done for like... Oh, Bikram. Yeah. yeah. Was, I suppose it was a cult in some ways, really, wasn't it? But it was, um, yeah, he was sexually... 
abusing people, wasn't it? Too much power, isn't it? When yeah. men get too much power, they just like. But also, people are saying no. To... happens. Yeah. But they're, they're no one saying no to them, and I think there's something to be said about them believing that they're some kind of god. And Definitely. Is it gurus? Guru, Whenever yeah. anyone becomes a guru, they always end up being a fucking creep, innit? Yeah. Not all of us. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. I just I never trust. Yeah. That's you know even like that Osho guy. Have you seen that Wild Wild Country? No. That's a good one on Netflix. It's about Osho, who set up that community. Well, he, he's quite a well-known guru, in, in he was. And he's written loads of books on spirituality. And people still love him. But I always, I read one of his books. And I didn't really, I, I felt like there's something a bit, I don't trust this guy. And then the documentary was all about his place Because a lot of what they say is very true. Like even Bikram, his, he was excellent at yoga, wasn't he? He was, yeah. the teachings were great. And then he just... But then they just that fucking little five percent of evilness. They just abuse it. Yeah, well, he'd have to be good at yoga. He couldn't get away with doing what he was doing. If he was yeah, really yeah. Shit, yeah. <laughs> shit at it. Couldn't even like... touch his toes. The mug. <laughs> <laughs> he created quite a thing, though. I mean, Bikram it? yoga's massive still, isn't it? Do you do? Right. Do you do Bikram? Sorry. I don't do it as much. So I used. To, I, I did. There was. A, there, there still is a studio here in Bristol. But um, I did it for years, and I do enjoy it. But I've got more into other types of yoga, really, Ashtanga and Vinyasa. And, so not hot. Well, I can't do hot at the moment anyway. But I will go into a hot studio and just get a little fix about once a week and get right. one. It's, it is weirdly addictive, but I also I didn't like it. I tried the it heating a couple of times. up at home and stuff. I could do, but you need all the humidity and the sweat and stuff. You could just turn the heating up. It's not. Quite Julian will come round and he'll make it. Stupid. I don't mind heating things he's up so a bit. Hot. <laughs> turn the hob on, all the hobs. <laughs> just come and do a lighter. <laughs> but you do see a lot of like in the classes. You do see people that have literally they're they're just addicts and that they've replaced one addiction with this is their new addiction because yeah, it is yeah. addictive because you're because you're obviously it? you've you're good at it and you've done it for years here's a question that i i've, I've exp- i went to a hot yoga class in birmingham and i had something where i don't know what, i don't know what the ethics of i don't it might even sound dodgy saying it but basically i went to a class and the instructor was quite a big guy you know, uh, who didn't do any of the shapes. He just talked us through it. And I was watching thinking like this, mate, I was struggling. I was like, you, you know, I, I was like. He's read um, the book, isn't he? And just Yeah, like, I was like, you can't, what are you telling me? What they to don't do, do it in Bitcoin. They don't actually, um, uh, what do you call it? They don't do the, the postures. They do, it's, a, it's dialogue led, isn't it? Well, it's I all know that. But I didn't trust, I didn't, but you still surely have to believe they could do it if they wanted to. This guy looked like he ain't doing shit, man. Like, he looked yeah. like he just walked Smoking in from the pub around the corner. Yeah. <laughs> it's like listening to it on Audible, isn't it? You may as well get an audio book of it. You just yeah. hear a fucking uh, can of beer open in the middle of it. Yeah, <laughs> now uh, bend over. <laughs> I did have one teacher who just used to sit on the windowsill and just talk from there. And I thought, you've got to get up and like th- their energy has yeah. to has to help, you know, even though they're not doing the postures. It's only in Bikram they don't do the postures. Bikram right. they don't do them. But um, their energy. So it's weird, really, because it's all the same. Every class is the same, 26 postures. But the the energy of the teacher changes every class. Like yeah. So you, and it, and it is down to that teacher to like make you feel like, yes, I'm doing it, I'm doing it. And if you if you've never done it before, you just stand behind other people and copy yeah. what they do, and lay why down a lot on the first one because it's so hot. Why don't they show you, Sally? What's the reason behind that? Why do they just talk you like through to it? To do so many classes, is it maybe? I don't know actually, but also I don't know. I guess it's really hard to teach. They're really do... rubbish. Yeah. <laughs> I 
I guess it's hard oh, to Oh, I can't do none that. of that shit, no. <laughs> <laughs> Me? With my back? You're having a laugh. I'm just having a dinner. I ain't um, really into it myself, no. <laughs> just needed the gig. Just needed the money. Put it for the coin. It's the equivalent of doing sway junglers. Yeah. Um, I, uh, no, they just, I, think, I guess you can't teach and demonstrate in that heat right. it'd be really hard to do that okay. I think. yeah you like talk and stuff it's energy in it yeah i'll let him off i would imagine i've just seen only done one one yoga class i couldn't i was like it was all kind of old women in in my one it was at the gym and i, I just could like i don't know i was Couldn't rubbish stop. at it right it's uh i've 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 been a few times but I, I, don't, I don't mind doing it at home i do it with yoga with adrian like everyone else does he does it i do home. like four or five poses most days just like the basic ones just yeah. to try and loosen up what well, they? yeah <laughs> i do the downward dog i just do a few back stretch i got used to it after long drives i just stretch my back out a bit um downward dog i don't know the other names it's a downward dog twice. Yeah, I just do downward dog. Oh, and downward dog, dog. Do that dog I, one. Then I stretch my back. Drink it. You can do upward dog if you like. There is an upward dog. There I do the upward dog. dog as well. Like, <laughs> like, oh, yeah, of course you do, mate. Like how a dog's like would yawn in like like that kind of thing. You basically have a lie down. You? <laughs> you sound like the guy that took my Bikram yoga class, mate. <laughs> I'm doing classes tonight on instagram live <laughs> <laughs> talking you through but i do i do a hip one as well just to stretch my coccyx and keep my hips loose yeah like where i put leg that way so i twist oh yeah the cro what's that oh, the, hip what's that one where hip. you have your arms you're on your back arms out and you move your legs to one side yeah that's what i do and your arm Turn goes the other way the is there enough room in your flat to do that julian or no i i gotta do it on the pavement <laughs> There is actually. I've got a nice space to do it to do it here, so it's good. That's all right, mate. Yeah. I want to get a foam roller as well, but I just. I've got, I've got a spare it. one. I've have got you? Two of them. Yeah, yeah. You can have one. Do you uh, post it? Yeah, could do actually. But that like, probably cost me more in posters. Yeah, you might like, as well get one, one from Amazon. Like, by hand. Fifteen quid. Um, <laughs> Seventy-five quid. <laughs> get, an Uber. get a sent over to East London in an Uber. Stick it in a cabinet. I'm. Se do you know I'm selling my bike that I haven't because I don't like. I, I don't ride it anymore. And I want to get a new bike, and I just put it on Gumtree last night, and I've had about thirty people going. I'll, I'll buy. It, I'll buy. It. And then one of them, you, you know, put it on eBay. A bidding war. Well, I should have done because somebody. Grand. Somebody just sent me a message. You know how people do on Gumtree and just said. I'll have it. I'll send a courier over. I'll pay for it, but you have to put it in a bike box. And I thought, it's sort out. I just I had to Google you bike box. No and it's yeah. there about fifteen yeah. quid. I thought, shut up. I think the bike box shop shut at the moment, isn't it? <laughs> have you ever put anything? Have you ever put anything? A surprise? Is that oh, why? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Would you say sorry? Does he want it to be a surprise? Why yeah. do you put it in a box? I know. Are you um, going to say you... free cycle? No, I was going to say Facebook Marketplace. Yeah, I stupidly put a bike on. I've, ne I've never actually sold it in the end, but I put my, I've got an old vintage 1940s rally bike that's lovely. Oh, lovely. Yeah. Pure steel. Like it's just ridiculously heavy. heavy that. Yeah. So it's pointless. It's more of like you could potter around the local park on it, but you're not yeah. going to take it any further, really. And um, I put it, I just thought I'd wonder if I could sell it. It's probably worth 150 quid or something now. Just like it's not worth yeah. a lot of money, but I put it on. Uh, Facebook marketplace and said like you know it's 
probably you know I'll probably take a hundred quid or something if anyone's local and would like it it's just a lovely little thing to go down the canal or something mm. and just all I got was people just offering un like ridiculously low rude offers like hey mate yeah I like it but would you take 20 pounds it's like no, no. <laughs> what are you talking about I've literally said it's worth more and I'll, I'll take a hundred and they're just just rude i know somebody once when i put i think i put a tumble dryer on that old free cycle site and um and somebody said yeah i'll have that off you but you'll need to bring it round. and i live on the fifth floor so you'll have to bring it upstairs <laughs> you'll have to plumb it in for me <laughs> yeah, I just, i'm hoping oh, that person first wash as well yeah. <laughs> i'm hoping it's they were having a lot wash only <laughs> <laughs> anyway. yes rudeness yeah it's insane isn't it it's just I, I did put the bike on facebook actually and i haven't had anything on there but loads on gumtree it's gonna go i still get, get facebook i don't know how to take it off the facebook thing. So I, 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 I put it on there You're about a year selling ago a bike forever but i put it on there about a year ago and i got annoyed with the messages i was getting so i thought i took it off unlisted it and I still now, about once every three days, get a message from somebody local going, you still selling my bike? I was like, I don't, I don't even know how it's on there. They love flying cars and your bike will still be on. Yeah. <laughs> how come yeah. you didn't want to sell it in the end? Because I just got, I don't know, I just got annoyed with the messages I was getting. And also, I don't know, I just, I, it's, I, I love it. It's just I felt like I should get rid of it. But then I've just bought a couple of safe in the garden and that. So it's yeah. all right. I'll keep it and give it to my daughter when she's 50. Much um, if your daughter tries to barter for it, though. Give me a five at that. We should wrap it up and see the time. We've banged on for an hour already. Um, we should let you go back to your days. What have you got planned for your Saturday? Uh, uh, I was going to say Saturday off. We've had every Saturday off ever <laughs> so far. I am good. I've got yoga at one. Ashtanga, which I love. Um, and then um got the afternoon i think i'm doing a bit of writing but i'm gonna go in the garden for a, yeah. for a fair chunk of it and read my book i'm reading martin amos's biography autobiography oh, nice. at the moment nice he? he wrote the Writer. book about london didn't he years ago yeah he's kingsley amos's son isn't he but it's yeah. the reason i brought not the reason i brought up fred west but i didn't realize his cousin was one of his victims that's why he was in my head oh, oh really it's interesting yeah there you go Hayley. I um I'm just gonna try and get some stuff done today. I haven't really done much this week. Have you um, seen your kid and stuff? No, I probably I'll probably check in on her later. Check so, in. Yeah. You pop your head around the door over you, yeah. <laughs> just like a prison warden. <laughs> <laughs> just shove my tip through the letterbox. <laughs> Didn't need to act that out. Um yeah, so I'll probably just check in on her later and then yeah. <laughs> for a text. Yeah, probably will, yeah. Um, I've got a, a bingo gig tonight online. <laughs> You've got a gig that you don't know if it's a, it's a, is it a gay gig? Um, I'm not sure if it's, it's defined it's as a trans, gay gig. Transvestite performers and stuff on the view. Like maybe. maybe. Is it? it looks a lot of fun though. Um, it's a bingo. You're dressing up for it. But then 20, yeah, definitely. Um, but on my daughter's clothes. <laughs> Are you just um, playing bingo? Is that what you're doing tonight? Yeah. Just just playing bingo, bingo on my own. <laughs> Instagram live. <laughs> but um, and I've just got a yeah, so it's just like a chat for 20 minutes in the middle of it with, with me. And uh yeah, it'd be all right. It's something to do. It's nice. 
Nice. I'm having a bonfire. So there we go. Lovely. I've got loads of garden You're stuff looting I need to burn. Bonfire. I've got I've got this pile of garden waste. Not waste, it's like old dried leaves and bits of wood from stuff I've cut down that I need to burn, which I think is a is, is it legal? After six, isn't it? Oh, is I don't it? know if it's after six for bonfires, but um I don't know about what you're allowed to burn. How do you know so much about bonfires? <laughs> no, really... <laughs> I, I, used to, I used to work in bonfire law actually. <laughs> Um, arrested for arson so many times. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Please told me if I'd have been um, doing it. Okay, today. I'll wait till it's six. I was think I was actually going to do it in the afternoon, so you've made me think I will. Um, I'm sure that's right. Google it. My, from, from other gardens would probably think I was having a barbecue. A really, that's really out of hand. Yeah, quite a big barbecue. Yeah, you so could maybe, throw your um, bike on the top of it and get rid of it. I see, it actually, Might and just... then send a photo to all those people that offered you <laughs> such Last little time... money. Last time I had a fire, we had a party at ours, and uh, I got sh- I, I, I we got a fire pit. And I was and I had wood for it, and the moment the wood ran out, I went mad, and I was just chopping shit down. I was I started throwing was stuff on it. The, it was, um, was that the Murray? Yeah, the yeah. yeah, yeah was, do you remember? I just kept cutting everything down and just throwing it on it. Sitting around a fire, it was nice, man. I got this sort of mad fire rage where I just got obsessed with it and started just throwing things on it that I didn't really want to bring guests on it. Yeah, your wife. (laughs) (laughs) Um, I had a cape on as well. I think I lost my head that night. I drunk a lot of booze. I thought you meant a little cape on, you met one, but you had a cape on. I had a cape. I put a cape on and started burning stuff from my house on a fire. Flying around. (laughs) (laughs) But anyway, so that's what I'll be doing with my Saturday. Um, good to see you both. Yeah, and Thank you. Thanks for coming on. And um, we'll. Thanks for having us. No worries. Good luck with the, the child. Maybe. Thanks. Um, I'll and probably you. be tapping you up for tips. Yeah, yeah, I need to tap you up. You've read all the books, mate. <laughs> <laughs> I, am an, I am now one of the UK's uh, most leading experts <laughs> in, uh, in child raising. <laughs> Um, flash forward to three weeks when we've got the child and I'm just crying. I don't know what's going on. That's what I say. Blair Witch Project. Why isn't this your Langulang oil working on it? (laughs) I love how neither of you have bothered to ask Julian for tips and he's got five. I've got tips. They just totally left you out of that. We'll chat to each other, shall we? I think people think I'm a, like, a bad parent because no, I'm a responsible adult. But yesterday we had a long-winded a chat about um, your sleeping habits with the babies and all that, and I, that was yeah. all, all totally stuff. I totally my tip would be with. sleep when the baby sleeps, but it's hard, isn't it? Yeah, that's what everyone says. You don't sleep though; like she has like twenty-minute bursts. That's your bursts. me time, isn't it? It's like yeah. it's hard to do. Yeah, um, it's hard. Like because it takes me an hour or so to get to sleep because I'm watching all these bloody Netflix things. Like. Yeah. <laughs> Listen to sword and scale, wondering why you can't nap. Have some heroin, um, Haley. Yes, we'll do. Yeah. See it. Maybe that's that it. That would or... definitely heroin definitely works. I mean, there's obviously a downside. <laughs> definitely, we all know it definitely makes you feel great. Yes, I mean, and sleepy. Yeah. 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 Solves um, all problems for while it's in while it's working. Yeah, but you do have to then factor in the aftermath. Just an idea. Yeah. Okay, so if you are going to use heroin for listeners, do bear those in mind. There's a thanks, downside, I think. Julian. <laughs> I think. Um, thanks, everyone. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you.